Hello, and welcome to Launch Legends, the only podcast focused exclusively on the stories behind internet marketing's biggest and best launches. Each week, we sit down with an online marketing expert to tell the story of one of their launches, what went well, what didn't, and how much cash they made. And now, your host, Hamad Akbar. Hello and welcome to another episode of Launch Legends. Today we're joined by Ken. Ken is actually a programmer and a writer. He did his first launch back in May 2019 and that was a huge success. So far he's done about 150,000 in sales and in his first year of launching he's done about $300,000 in revenue. So there's a ton of value in the interview. Uh, before we watch the interview, please, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, hit the subscribe button. And if you are listening to this on a podcast, please hit subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you. Hey, Ken, thank you for being on the show. So let's start with uh, telling the viewers uh, who you are and how you got into online marketing. Okay, sure. First, thanks for having me on the show. This is, this is great. I like doing this sort of thing. Uh, hi, my name is Ken Blutman. I'm, I'm a number of things. I'm a writer, a musician, a programmer, and I'm here on the show because I also launch products and I have that entrepreneur streak inside myself. Um, should I go into some history at this point? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, just talk about you know who you are. What's your before you got into online marketing? What you know? What were oh, yeah. you actually doing? I know you told me you were doing. Uh, you were in publishing. Then you somehow became a programmer. And then you made your first bunch of small money with some uh, publisher, and then you got into online marketing. So that's all. Yeah, about- yeah. Let me just continue. So I'm getting the pace of this thing. So edit some of that out. <laughs> all right. Um, some background stuff. So I my first career was as a writer. Um, I worked in bookstores just out of high school. Started uh, uh, went up from there to publishing companies in my early twenties. I started as a salesperson and. Quickly, I was doing so well, you know, mm-hmm. that they promoted me to a sales manager. Uh, eventually, they gave me a new department to run where they didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a test. They're trying some new accounts and just um, calling places on the phone. It was a new idea back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got about 10 people reporting to me. And we went way past expectations. They thought it might bring in a couple hundred thousand dollars. And I Less than a year, we blew past $2 million. So, I, um, I, you know, was I lucky? Or I, I think I just have this work ethic of doing everything 110%, mm-hmm. a lot of effort. Uh, so uh, I started bouncing around different publishing companies. And at some point, as a sales manager, I needed certain sales reports. And the IT department at that time could not give them to me. They would try. They would send me reports. I'd look at them and go, no, this is wrong. That's wrong. I'd ask for changes. I'd wait another week. Mm-hmm. And I got really frustrated with this. It was terrible. You know, I could not do what I needed to do uh, with this kind of data. So I started programming myself. I first programmed in Excel. Um, Excel has the VBA programming language. Mm-hmm. And I took that to full advantage and started creating sales reports in hours instead of days. Mm-hmm. And then I got known by others for this talent. And more and more requests were coming my way to um, do some programming. Mm-hmm. So at some point, I was like, well, I'm going to switch careers because I can actually make more money in programming. <laughs> so I did that. Um, 
ended up, uh, you know, I left the publishing world and I started on a path of um, half full-time jobs, half consulting gigs, all with programming, different types of programming. And it worked uh, all that time, at least a couple of decades, in, um, mostly in big business, large corporations, Fortune 500 companies. And it was actually great, great. So much experience, so much exposure to people and ideas. And I worked on a lot of very large projects, some with thousands of users. And uh, sometimes we had to deal with government regulations. Like, for example, I worked in the nuclear power industry, very regulated. Could not even write a line of code without <laughs> you know, okay by somebody. Um, but I kept doing that and doing that and doing that. And uh, in the last few years, um, well, let, let me think. So so around 2014, you know, I still was writing all the time as well. I published 30, 40 computer books. I started noticing Kindle, you know, and people self-publishing on Kindle. Mm-hmm. And of course, that, that was interesting. I'm already a writer. And I thought, well, I don't even have to deal with a publishing company. <laughs> so I just write the books myself and publish them. So I started doing that and selling books on Kindle. So I would say that's my first online money, per se, um, let's say. Um, did that for a little while. And I started taking training courses by people. I, I spent, was it $1,000, $2,000 for a Kindle training course. Mm-hmm. Did I learn some stuff? Yeah. Did I learn anything worth that much money? No. I started to think, well, because I already know a bunch of stuff, Mm -hmm. but I then got curious, not so much in what I was learning, but how people were doing this sort of thing. So I started buying into programs, getting products, whatever, ClickBank, uh, Warrior Plus, JVZoo, Mm -hmm. and just studying them, not so much for the knowledge, but just how they were assembled. I was really curious about how people put the products together and sell them. Mm-hmm. and um, you know all the steps they go through. And I studied this a lot, uh, you know, at least a couple of years, until I was ready to do my own. So, um, first of all, what kind of books were you writing? Were those just uh, computer-related programming books or something else? For the, for the most part, computer books. Uh, if you know the Dummies Company, yeah. uh, I wrote a couple of Dummies books. My best-selling book was Excel Functions and Formulas for Dummies. Not, not Excel for Dummies. Mm-hmm. If I'd written the actual Excel for dummies, I don't think I'd even be doing what I'm doing anymore because imagine that person made a ton of money. Um, so I wrote dummies books, a few. I wrote for um, McGraw-Hill, for Wiley, for mm-hmm. all, all the big publishing companies and computer books. Um, and I even got to write some other things, like I wrote a book on photography, and that was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> I had to go out and buy a couple of new cameras and all that. I had a ball, you know. I used to take my son around with me and take pictures all over the place, thousands and thousands of them. The, the one downside was then having to go through them all, <laughs> the good ones. Yeah, so I did that. Um, what was your experience like uh, writing books for Kindle? Did you did you make a bunch of money, or why did you switch over to doing product launches? Uh, no, I did not make a bunch of money on Kindle. Um, and I mentioned that first course I took for a thousand bucks. That was actually to become a romance writer. At the time, that seemed to be the big market is romance books. And I'm like, wow, I'm going from writing computer books to romance books. And I tried, but oh my God, I could not do that. <laughs> well, this is not me. So then I started to hire out other writers and I could just see it wasn't for me personally, something that would make sense uh, for the money. Um, I could see how for other people, if they made a couple hundred a month, 500 a month, whatever it might be, 
it could be life changing. Mm -hmm. For me, it was like a day of work, you know, if I just did some computer work. So yeah, I kind of let that slide a little bit. Let's talk about your first product launch. Um, what was the product and what, how did you launch the product and what kind of money you made? Well, I mean, first I launched a couple of small things because I was still getting used to how people do launches. So I, I, I did a video training and I did a PDF product and not surprisingly, they didn't sell mm -hmm. a couple of copies, whatever, but it was really great because for the knowledge of actually putting a product up for sale, these are on warrior plus. So I got to learn the back end and mm -hmm. how you, you know, there's a lot of moving parts. There's where your sales pages are, the buttons, uh, description, all this stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So then, uh, so my first big product was Puzzle Book Mastery. Mm -hmm. That came out in a little over a year ago, May, May 2019. Mm -hmm. Leading up to that, so here's the story leading up to that. I hadn't planned for it to be a product. Uh, mm -hmm. It was just an extension of what I was doing with publishing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mentioned the romance books and the other things. Th those are fiction, which I, I just couldn't make work. But I started getting interested in the low content market that was coming around, the new buzzword, low content. And I saw there's lots of journals and planners. And I thought, well, man, that's boring. I don't need it to make an appointment book. I have, I have those online. But I've always liked puzzles. You know, maybe it's my programmer brain. You know, I like mm -hmm. solving things. Um, so I noticed uh, I would get crossword books and word search books and cryptogram books off of Amazon and do them at home. And I realized, oh my God, I could automate all this. I could just write some programs, just spit these things out. <laughs> to me, behind the scenes, technically, it's something called string manipulation. You're just taking words and doing all sorts of fancy things to them. Mm -hmm. So I wrote, I wrote this software that actually I was using them to publish puzzle books. Um, and yeah, it, you know, it's almost like proof of concept. So my very first book, you know, how will this go over? Then, sold right away from day one that it was published. And this was a book I created in minutes. 100 uh, word search puzzles I created in minutes um, via programming. And I thought that was cool. So I was all like, I'm excited about this. And I started showing it to my publishing friends, you know, other self-publishers. And they were like, you can sell this to people. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. Oh, I have a product, <laughs> a good product. So, um, I was doing this in 20, you know, towards the end of 2018 is when I was actually using my software. And then I, you know, so I started around, you know, through that winter, uh, getting it together as a product, mm -hmm. you know, added more to the program, um, more programming, more features. Uh, I, I like to get a lot of feedback from people. I think it's from my, my corporate life, you know, getting mm -hmm. user feedback. So I invited a bunch of people to test with me. And then I did the sales video, I mean, the training videos, and then did the sales page, and I have a product. And, you know, talking to my publishing friends, we all kind of figured, oh, you know, maybe you'll sell 100 or 200 copies. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, this whole time I got a regular job, I'm like, oh, that would be nice. You know, maybe it's a vacation money or something. Um, so May, May 9th, it comes out um, last year. I wake up the next morning, of course, grab my phone and dial in warrior plus and i see i made something like eight or ten thousand dollars overnight uh I, okay that's amazing <laughs> and then during the launch five-day launch um each day it was like eleven thousand sixteen thousand you know, twelve thousand uh by the end of the launch after five days it was somewhere around eighty thousand dollars 
and Amen. Um, you know, of course, the quick thought is anybody listening to this, I keep half of that. <laughs> 50% goes to affiliates. So I'm like wondering, am I going to be able to quit my job? Whoa. Never even occurred to me, you know, even a week before that, that this would be life changing for me. Um, well, after the launch, it just kept selling and selling. So it never slowed down for quite a while. Um, just after a month, like 33, 35 days, somewhere in there, it crossed over $100,000 of sales. I quit my job. I gave notice. I was a high-level manager. I had to give many weeks of notice. Like, I was just, I get me out of here, you know, waiting for that last day, you know. So um, I think my last working day was June 5th. And on June 6th, I formed a corporation and started on my new path. Um, so to tie up a little bit of that. So Puzzle Book Mastery uh, sold and sold and sold and never stopped selling, even to today. Um, yes, I had seven sales. It's only 10 o'clock in the morning here. I had two so far today. Uh, so, Ken, let's go back. So, um, you almost make it sound very easy. So, when you said that, you published it and you had $8,000 straight away when you woke up. Yeah. Did you do any prep work in terms of uh, recruiting affiliates or just uh, getting them, putting out hikes? Oh, th thanks for yeah, keeping me focused here. The things that matter, people need to hear. Um, sure, let me let me step back a little bit just before the launch. Right, I knew getting affiliates on board is a huge part of this. Um, so I had a few names of people who uh, I bought products through them. You know, when they're doing sales for some other marketers mm -hmm. um, with publishing products. Mm -hmm. So I had a few names, and you know, um, I contacted them. You know, mostly through Facebook Messenger. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you know, once I invited people to try my product, I realized I have something nobody's seen before. You know, like we see so many products go never seen before. Mm -hmm. And I like literally had something no one's ever seen before. Nobody had ever wrote, written, you know, maybe when they do you know, newspaper crossword puzzles, there's some automation, but um, mm -hmm. I don't think anybody had written software that does puzzles like these. I had only found one other product somebody put out years ago and a lot of complaints about it. Mm -hmm. And also my, my software is usually I do whatever I develop is I'm used to the standards from the corporate world where everything is super high level professional. Mm -hmm. So all of that goes into what I do now. So when these affiliates, they started trying out my product and I think they just went nuts. <laughs> like we got to tell this one and that one, and this one. And then, you know, it's just word of mouth all over the affiliate world, which I found interesting because usually I think they want to be secretive. <laughs> like, I got to lead into this hot product. But mm -hmm. I guess it was just people didn't want to stop talking about it. So how long before did you reach out to your affiliates? And how many did well, you let's see. Probably around in March, I'm guessing, about two months before. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, this whole development and getting it out um, length of time was long. Uh, I think compared to what most people do. Great. So, um, how many how many affiliates actually ended up promoting you then? About a thousand. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. let me put it this way: a, a thou about a thousand had applied by the time of the launch. Um, how many? How many? Maybe not. Maybe eight hundred. I have some in the several hundreds. You know, uh, of course, most of them did nothing. Um, yeah. And uh, I've learned. We'll get a little into that later about how to judge affiliates. But I, I was just approving everybody. I think that's what it was. Like all these people coming out of the woodwork. And also I was on Munch Eye. So it was very visible that this product was coming out. 
I, I, I think there's a great, great lesson there from you. Uh, you had a great product. Uh, typically what happens is that you have to have had relationships with the affiliates you know, prior to your big launch, but you didn't have that, but you had a great product. That just did the magic where a lot of affiliates just jumped onto it purely because it was a great product. So a product, yeah. product I think that's a great lesson there. You know, part of what I was saying earlier about uh, spending you know, a good year or two just looking at other people's products. One thing that just for me personally, coming from such a big development world, I could not understand these products, which barely do by my standards, hope I'm not insulting anybody. They really don't do much. <laughs> and they would sell. You know, I'd, I'd see something on JVZoo or Warrior Plus that I'd buy just out of curiosity. I'd buy the whole funnel. I was just curious. I don't care what they were teaching me. I was, care, I was more caring about, interested in what are you offering that people want? You know, mm-hmm. Not the actual details, but just the whole length and breadth of it. And I'd say, finally, what did this product do? Taught them how to put videos on YouTube or something. You know, or a little twist, like we'll show you how to put the little, you know, text in the videos and it sells a thousand copies. I'm like, I don't get it, you know. And I'd see other programming products come out by people that their design, it's not responsive, program, you know, web design, it's, uh, there's errors in it. <sighs> frustrating for me. It was frustrating to look at these and I kept trying to find the secret in there. What am I missing? What am I missing? There must be something in there I'm not getting that these are so successful. No. I think, I think uh, video sells quite well in that space. And, and the second thing is that they all know each other. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if I answered your question. About it. <laughs> Keep me focused. I'll talk endlessly all day. So. Right. So you, you were saying that you learned a few things about affiliates. What was that? Well, um, I was never really much of an affiliate myself. So let me just put that out to start. So I really didn't see some nuances. Um, I mentioned before some about them being secretive. So I didn't, I didn't realize that, you know, even though I was saying they would share my product coming out to each other. Um, <clears throat> I've learned over since then, since my launch and through a couple of others, how, you know, you can't offer discounts and not tell people or make a deal here, or then you got to worry about this one. Or mm-hmm. I did make a mistake, not on Puzzle Book Mastery, but on a later product where the same time the product came out and affiliates mm-hmm. were selling it, I sold it to my list at a discount. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just said, is not what you do? They're already your customers. You give them a special deal. They're like repeat business. Oh, wow. I had a lot of, well, a few big affiliates were like so pissed at me for doing that. I just didn't know. I thought that was okay. So as I go, I do learn more and more what, you know, how to take care of affiliates, how to keep them in the loop because they're so vital. Um, Great. So, I mean, you had a successful launch and uh, you quit your job. You became your own boss. Uh, So what's happened since uh, 5th of June or 6th of June when you quit? uh, So I've come out with, four more products since then. Mm-hmm. Um, after the Puzzle Book Mastery, which was aimed at adults, a lot of people asked me to make a kid's one, which mm-hmm. I came out with um, just a couple of months ago. But prior to that, I came out with um, a, a general low content product because it's you know hot market. So I did come out with a product that does make journals and calendars and stuff. Uh, then I, I, um, I programmed and came out with this in my, I'm being, you know, it's my baby. This really cool graphics program, super cool. 
And of course, I love it, and it didn't sell. <laughs> so, what, why did I, it I don't sell? know. What, what, why did it not sell? Um, I don't know. The wrong market, wrong message. It, 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 it's named Instant Social Quotes. Okay. I mean, it's still out there. You can probably find it. Uh, and it, you ever go on Facebook or somewhere else, and you see these uh, nice images, like you might see like mountains or something, and there's usually some inspirational message yeah. across yeah. it. So I, I built a program that you upload your pictures, you upload your messages. My software puts them all together and spits out hundreds of them for you. I guess I'm big on automation. So, um, uh, so I put these as a test. I put, I'd make these with my software, put them on Facebook. And of course everybody's hitting like and love and all that, you know, um, mm -hmm. but when the product came out, who's the audience, you know, uh, just didn't match them. Then I, I started realizing maybe the audience is like graphic designers or something. So I'm going to, I'm going to come out with it again. Uh, Let me ask you this. You did a great job with your first product by getting lots of feedback. Yeah. Uh, and you had a success. What happened with this one? Did you get too confident and just launch the product without feedback? I, I don't know. I think this is part of me still learning about products and you know how they do. Um, I, I came out with the, you know, Balsam Book Mastery, just to catch up for a second for, with some facts here. So it's now sold, it's a little under 5,000 copies. Wow. It will hit, it'll probably hit 5,000 copies in another month. Mm -hmm. Never stop selling. So um, I'm bringing this in, back in because I want to tie it to how other products did. Mm -hmm. uh, um, it sold just product, uh, just Puzzle Book Mastery has sold about $180,000 now. Uh, okay. um, maybe a little more, maybe a little more. Um, so I'm mentioning that because my next product, the low content one, I'll go into some numbers and how they did well or not. The low content is called low content creation machine. That, that sold 500 copies right away um, and then slowed down. So it, it had its you know, cycle. It had like a peak and then stopped pretty much. But so that was a success, right? 500 copies. You know, I'm still gauging... Well, after selling thousands of this one is 500, <laughs> a good number. Yeah, I guess it is. Uh, then it came out with the social quotes one, sold 30, 40 copies maybe. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I got to go back and revisit that and see what's wrong. Uh, then it came out uh, with, with kids puzzle books. So it's like puzzle book mastery, but it is um, aimed at making books for children. You know, a little, little side note here about how I had to market that, I think, this might be interesting. The name. All right. So Puzzle Book Mastery, that's kind of clear. You know, mm -hmm. it's not even talking about an age group or anything. But with kids, I was like, I had like kids Puzzle Book Mastery. And I was going with that name for quite a while until I realized, wait a minute. This sounds like I took my product and made it simpler for kids to use. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, wrong message. It's not for kids to use. It's for adults to still use to make kids books. Mm -hmm. So I, I, and I had gotten materials ready and had a box cover made and all this. And I'm like, ah, oh, I got to go back. So I changed it to kids puzzle books. Um, I released that. Yeah. In March, March, April, somewhere. Then, um, yeah. See, see how much I'm always forward thinking. I'm always like, what's the next thing? Once I'm done with something. Okay. That's, that's, an, <laughs> uh, that sold, that sold about 700 copies so far. And that's selling every day. Nice. That one's brought in 
Uh, see, I don't even look at those numbers too much. You know, you know what number I look at? I look at just the total of my sales. Okay. Uh, not so much product by product. So as of now, my in one year, I've I'm closing in on three hundred thousand dollars of sales. Wow, wow, that's not bad for the first year in the business. That's not really bad. great. So just imagine someone who's listening to this and they think, "Oh my God, okay, if he can do it in one year, I can do it too." Uh, what's what advice you would give those people? I, I can't deny the fact that I came into this with, with a ton of experience in many areas, sales, programming, um, writing, even I write my own sales copy. Yeah. All of it. So, uh, no, what advice can I give you? Um, let's get away from those skills. You know, it's the first thing, the first and most vital thing, all that other stuff is irrelevant. If you don't have this first thing, and that's mindset. You have to believe you can do it. You know, if you don't have that, the rest won't work or you'll get lucky. And you don't want to get lucky. You want to have a plan of action. So uh, you might do what I did. See, I studied for a long time before I released a product. I wanted to feel confident and I wanted to feel it will go well. And uh, part of that process was also learning all the steps so I could feel um, that it's doable. But none of that, even for me, would I have done if I didn't believe it in the first place. Mm-hmm. If you believe you can do something, you may or may not do it. But if you don't believe it in the first place, you already gave in. You know? And part of that also is failure. You might hear entrepreneurs talk about failure. We do need failure. It, it, um, it might devastate some people. But, you know, like I mentioned, a product launch that didn't do well. A failure? Yeah, I guess so. But I don't feel like I failed per se. I feel like I learned. So even failures are like learning experiences. Great. Ken, thank you very much. That was great advice. And uh, thank you for being on the show. Okay. Thanks for having me on. And that's it for this episode of Launch Legends. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and share more online marketing launch stories, please search for Launch Legends and your favorite podcast listening app. And then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.